back to the Renaissance episode 111, yeah. Leonardo Part 4. Right? Yes. The man, the myth, the legend. It's normally when I talk about... <laughs> You're talking people. about yourself ah. or Leonardo? You know what? You know what? I'm feeling generous. All three of us. All three of us. <laughs> well, last time on uh, the Renaissance show, we talked about uh, Leonardo graduated yes. from Verrocchio's workshop. He's now a master painter. Um, as opposed to you, who is just a master beta. <laughs> right. Um, I will put my skill up against his any day. Anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying yeah. thousands well, you, of hours paint, of practice. You paint with something. Right? <laughs> yeah. You're painting, painting the curtains, painting the sheets, an old sock, <laughs> Heather's breasts, <laughs> if you can, if she'll let you. Occasionally. Uh, when she's sleeping. Go ahead, please continue. <laughs> she wakes up. What's that? Oh, Ray! I was that was going to be a masterpiece. You ruined it. You ruined it. No, I'm mad at you. You're not mad at me. I'm mad. I'm walking away. Typical Tuesday night. I need some time for myself. <laughs> I'm going to go yeah. to my man cave and think about this. Anyway, in 1473, the year after he graduated, yeah. uh, he was 21. He took a holiday back to his hometown of. Vinci. Now, if you haven't seen it, um, I did post up in our Facebook group uh, a bit of a flyby of Vinci. I went into Google right. Earth and did like a flyby. I went oh, into Google cool. Maps too and did like a street view walkthrough of the town of Vinci. Right. It's about an hour's drive from Florence, uh, west of Florence, mm-hmm. and uh, and it looks like a little country town. You could probably drive through it in five right. minutes today. Wow. Small, little, typical Italian country town, surrounded by farmland, uh, cypress trees lining the streets, um, and olive groves, right. and all the usual grapes, olives, all the usual shit <clears throat> you, you expect to see in Tuscany, right. cypress right. trees. Cute little town. I'm thinking I might live there. I think I might oh. change my name to Cameron there da Vinci. And when we go to live in Italy, which is our plan, as you know, after lockdown or after coronavirus is cured by uh, Donald Trump, we will uh, maybe go live there. Nice. And um, I think about an hour out of Florence, it's nice. You can can pop into Florence for the day, but then you go back to your little country town and get a little little olive grove, a little villa, paint. Uh, Don Corleone, you know, just relax yeah. in your garden. Look at your tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah, good for yeah. you. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. he's been in. He's been an yeah. apprentice for years. He's worked hard. Don't get me wrong. He's enjoyed it. He's learned a lot. But yeah, he's now a master painter. It's time for a little break. He goes back to the old home uh, village and is going to chill a little bit. Good for him. His grandfather Antonio is dead at this stage, so he might have been staying with his mother and her right. husband and his extended family. Uh, which means he seems to have been he got along with them okay. Still gets along with his birth father, yeah. uh, and and he was had one of his famous notebooks there. And on the back of the notebook page where he talks about his visit to mm-hmm. Vinci, there is a drawing of Vinci, and it is probably his earliest surviving drawing. Yeah. 
And as we're going to find out, this is probably a mix of the real and the imagined, because again, he's the kind of person who he'll see what's there, but then he has his very vivid imagination and he, he draws an impressionistic panorama of the rocky hills and the valley surrounding the Arno River near Vinci. Um, and as far as, like you said, as far as we know, this is his, his uh, oldest surviving drawing. And again, it just already shows what he's capable of at this still young, uh, young age of 21. Yeah, like... Um... I've got uh, a couple of versions of this at different resolutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's obviously a scan out of his notebook. It looks like he's done it in pen and, and a little bit of sepia ink or something. It is impressionistic, like a lot of quick uh, quick uh, right. lines drawn here, sort of viewed from up in the air, like a bird's eye view or a, or a Google Earth <coughs> view. He invented he Google did. Earth when he was doing I, this and drones. Right. Uh, he invented drone Wow. Um, yeah, like way ahead of his time, Leonardo da Vinci. I don't know if you know that. Um, actually, there's a sketch in his notebook for a right. drone. He said, I call this uh, the the flying bird right. machine. Uh, machine <laughs> funny of death. name, but, yeah. you know, it was... Re- <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, but you know, but even in this, there's there's a lot going for it. Like um, the way that the the water is flowing through the river, mm-hmm. uh, the the rocks, the striation. You can sort of see in this bits of rendered layers of stratified rock. Damn. This is another subject that fascinated with him. Like throughout his life, he, he seems to be fascinated with nature, depicting it. And things like swirls of water and bubbles mm. and striations of rock, the, the, the little details in nature yeah. that other artists maybe sort of ignored or brushed over, he really got obsessed with how do you accurately depict the way things appear in nature. Hair, uh, swirls of hair, light, as we talked about in the last episode on drapery mm-hmm. and on skin, um and and these sorts of things water rock trees wind uh how do you how do you really bring these things to life but he also was a big believer in the fact that the job of an artist isn't just to depict reality but to create your own reality yeah. using the art it's the mixture of reality and fantasy to create your own uh, space your own reality. You can, I mean, I mean, people were were you know doing fantasy stuff obviously before him, but he's he's taking this whole idea of creating a realistic fantasy. You can create a, f- a fantastical imaginary piece of art, but it has to also appear real, right. okay. as if you're exist. you're not looking at exactly. a canvas. You're staring through a window into a new reality. Right, yeah. Yeah, and and just the way that he would uh, capture that, because he writes, if the painter wishes to see beauties that would enrapture him, he is master of their production. If he seeks valleys, if he wants to disclose great expanses of countryside from the summits of mountains, and if if he subsequently wishes to see the horizon of the sea, he is lord of them all. So take what you see, but don't be afraid to create and make it beautiful. But like you said, as long as it's realistic, it will be inspiring and it will be beautiful and it will be accepted as nature itself. Now, something important about this Mm -hmm. picture, as far as we know, this was the first landscape art done in European art. 
people had painted landscapes before, but it was always as yeah, a backdrop fella. to the people yeah. in the centre of yeah. the painting. He, uh, Leonardo went, you know what? A landscape is good enough. Just right you there. don't need anything else. You know else. what that makes him? Yeah. We can... Uh, Leonardo no, da Vinci? If he's into landscapes for the sake of landscapes, he's the first Bob Ross. Mr. Afro himself. <laughs> Can you just picture Leonardo going, let me just add some happy little trees here. Oh, happy whatever, whatever trees. makes you happy. Oh, no. You want more trees? No. If more trees make you happy, then make more trees. Come on here. Just dab it right here. The first Bob Ross. Have we talked, to, have we talked about the Bob Ross story before on the I, show? Do you, know his, do you know his background? No. Was he in the military? I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. He was in the military. Right. And he started painting, uh, you know, when he was in the military and then he retired and he started working, like taking lessons from some guy. Right. And this guy had his own like uh, community television art show. (laughs) And so Bob stole that idea, set up his own. Nice. uh, From his own master, set up his own (laughs) television show. Right. The other thing that I find, and, and but so the other things that I love about Bob Ross, A, his hair was a perm. It wasn't his real hair. It was a perm. Right. B, uh, he never got paid a cent for doing his TV show. What? He did it all for free what? for like 40 years. Yeah. Fuck. He used it to sell his art products, his oh, paints. Gotcha. It was a promotional exercise, a, a marketing one. exercise yes. for his uh, art supplies said, no, no, business. Do the show for free. Yeah. Trust me. I know yeah. What I'm about it. yeah. <laughs> no, I I just want before you go off on whatever you're about to go off and, on. And hold on, oh, not finished. More, and more. actually, yeah, um, he was uh, you know a rapist and a wife beater. Uh, I got you know got away many many times. He got away with it because he was Bob Ross. But you know, what? he comes across as a nice guy, but really, he was a serial killer behind the scenes, rapist, I'm and, not and just horrible, surprised. horrible. I do know him and Mr. Yeah. Rogers oh, had a club. They tag team where they'd go Pistario. around. Yeah, they yeah. just go out into the alleys late at night, pull masks on, just beat, rape, murder people, and then just as they were done, they'd pull their masks off and they go, "Yeah, Mr. Rogers and Bob Ross, man, Mr. Ross and Mr. <laughs> Rogers, they we're, we're the ones what yeah. did it to you. You got Ross and Rogered. Congratulations." <laughs> <laughs> I do know uh, that when he started the show, he couldn't afford – there was something about his hair, so he got the perm because it was like the easiest thing to do and it was cheap and he didn't have to mess with it. And it just it just caught on, and so he couldn't change it even though later on he could afford to. I'd read something like that. But let me give you a Bob Ross quote. And for me, it comes right from Leonardo. Um, he says something like uh, – he goes, that's why I paint. It, it's because I can create the kind of world that I want, and I can make this world as happy as I want it. Shoot, if I want bad stuff, I'll watch the news. So right from Leonardo, uh, I can make whatever kind of happy world that I want, yeah. whatever pleases me, I can do. And like Leonardo said, you are the master, you are the god. Go and create this view that's in your head. I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, And like us, like people say, yeah. <laughs> Why do you why do you put all the stupid dick jokes in the music in your history shows? <laughs> because us, we fucking want to. We, we amuse ourselves. Yeah. It's either dick we joke do or this song. for us, yes. not for you. Yeah. You guys just get to listen. You're lucky. We, we do to this. Listen. We do this to make ourselves happy. Exactly. This uh, is my weekly drug. Makes us laugh. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Honestly, when we don't do it, like you had Thanksgiving and yeah. we didn't do it last week, was, it's like it's not. Uh, no. I feel sort of sad whenever my, we have a holiday. I'm like, ah, no, my world gets a little something's dark. Something's missing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. the big dark shadow over Heather when D'Angelo. Anyway, we don't have to. We don't have to go into that. <laughs> so he invented sfumato. We said in the last episode. Yes. He um, invented landscape drawing. Fuck. He uh, and we're not finished yet. No, we're, not, we're just getting started with the things that he invented. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's yeah. on. He's on vacation. Come on, on vacation, just inventing <laughs> shit as he goes. <laughs> so check out this picture. Um, I, I think I posted this in our Facebook group. If not, look it up. Right, uh, Arno Valley Landscape Leonardo. Worth having a look at. Very rough. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you impressive and exactly. beautiful. Just again, sort of the, the just the detail that he does to the rocks and the trees and the water, the geological realism yeah. that he brings to a quick sketch in his notebook. Uh, and also just the way the atmosphere sort of blurs uh, right. in, the, in the horizon is oh, a, yeah. a phenomenon that he called aerial perspective later on. Like he... He understood earlier than anyone else that doing perspective is one thing, but when you look at a landscape, things get blurry the further away, yeah. and it should be depicted like that. In. So he brings all of that to, exactly. to even just this rough sketch. Shows that. That he figured that out. Come on. That's amazing. I think there's also, when I look at this, there's a little bit of uh, Van Gogh in this as well, because where he's when he's trying to depict the leaves and the of the trees and the shadows... Mm-hmm. He's doing sort of quick, a lot of quick sort of curved lines, which sort of indicate movement, like they're trembling in the breeze. He's captured them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously Van Gogh painting hundreds of years later, famously with his brush strokes, captures movement so vividly. Mm Mm-hmm. But you, you can see the beginnings of this in Da Vinci's sketch here. Like you, it makes you feel like these trees are actually being blown by a breeze. He's yes. depicting the wind in yeah. the tree with these quick little brush strokes or, or pen strokes in this case. Good God, the detail. Now back in Verrocchio's workshop, uh, when he gets back to Florence, where he's now a master painter, mm-hmm. uh there's two paintings that he works on with Verrocchio that have survived. One is Tobias and the Angel. Right. Not very memorable uh, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leonardo just painted a small dog and a fish yeah. in it. It was a very common theme for, for paintings in Florence at the time. Apparently there are other versions of this same painting done by other artists. Right. But the other painting that he did... The Baptism of Christ is very famous. I've mentioned it before in this series. Uh, it's in my film, and uh, it's astounding in many ways, and, and we should talk about it in detail. Okay. So if you're playing along at home, Hope you are. if you can, yeah. pause, uh, pull out your phone, pull out your iPad, uh, pull up Verrocchio's Baptism of Christ and, and have a look at this while we talk about it. Yeah. Um, Jesus has been working out. Good for him. He's a gym member. That's not a dad bod. I'm just telling you right now, that is not a dad bod. Well, he's not a dad. That's, uh, that's, that's true. Why. Oh, yeah, yeah, you blew yeah, my... Th- this, oh, man. 
This is before he banged Mary Mag- right. Magdalene. Right. And it led to the whole, uh, you know, bloodline of the Holy Grail is- slash Da Vinci Code <clears throat> uh, thing, right? Right. Stands up to reason. Yeah. We should talk about the Da Vinci Code at some point in our Da Vinci series. Oh, yes. Uh, now, this was painted in the mid-1470s, so uh, Leonardo's in his early 20s at this stage. Right. He graduated in 1472, I think we said. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's been working. He's still with Verrocchio yes. a few years later when he's when they're working on this together. Yeah. Um, and it's it's pretty impressive for a number of reasons. Now... It shows just for people who don't have it in front of them. It shows John the Baptist pouring water over Jesus's head, mm-hmm. while two angels are kneeling on the left of the painting beside the River Jordan, watching. Right. Um, there's a holy dove and some and some hands sure. coming out of the sky. Sure. The holy dove is shooting uh, magic lightning <laughs> at Come Jesus. In. Right. Um, now, uh, it was commissioned by the monks of uh, San Savli, a monastery outside of the city wall. Okay. And it is the oldest surviving example of Leonardo's painting. Really? Okay. He painted the angel on the far left of the scene, mm-hmm. uh, along with the background and the water and Jesus's body. Yeah, he did. Sorry. So, yeah, 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 and uh, and as as we're going to go into, you know, he's when he paints, he's using a lot of thin layers of oil that Verrocchio would not touch oil, and there there are pigments that are highly diluted. And here's the part that I know you're going to go into. Whenever you watch a, an art movie nowadays, or when you watch a, a movie or a TV show, and someone's painting, you'll see them put the brush aside and they'll kind of dab at it with their finger. We're like, well, yeah, yeah, that's what you do. You dab a little bit, but to get it just right, you kind of smear it or drag it or whatever you're doing with your finger. As far as we know, Leonardo was one of the, not the first, but he's one of the first to do that. But I think Verrocchio wouldn't do that either. He he was very set in his ways and Leonardo's like, hey, whatever works, whatever's best, whatever gives me a full range of options as an artist, that is what I'm going to do. So there's a lot of fingering going on in this painting. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean it to. Just like Vegas. <laughs> now, we've said earlier on in this series that Verrocchio was not known as a great painter. Right. He was more of a sculptor. Yeah. But this is a, this is a great painting, pretty impressive yeah. for Verrocchio. Yeah. It's almost like Leonardo lifted him up to a new level. He, he was trying he to... raise his game, uh, yeah. Yeah, keep up with this exactly. Kid. Yeah, I love yeah. this kid, but he's killing me. Sorry, sorry. Now uh, I'm going to break this painting down in lots of different ways. I've read a ton about it over the last week. Um, one of the most impressive things about this for for, for a painting in its time period right. is the depiction of water. Oh, now a lot of artists at the time sort of just uh, avoided yeah, water it's hard. Uh, altogether because it's hard. I'm guessing. Exactly. I'm guessing. Okay. Yes. Now, if you take a look as, as an example uh, for, again, kids playing at home, if you pull up Botticelli's Birth of Venus again, which was painted in the mid-1480s, so 10 years later. Right. You look at the depiction of water, because, of course, Venus is coming up out of a clamshell, oh, uh, out yeah. of the water. No, not... You look at the... 
Not good. Sorry, go ahead. Do you have the water? Yeah. Do you have the painting in front of you? Yes, I do. How do you describe the water in Botticelli? It's flat and it's just got it's just got uniform wiggly strokes saying, Oh, water be here. I mean it's pretty basic. <laughs> pretty basic. Yeah. 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 Like I'd never noticed this before because you're drawn to her breasts, right. obviously. Still um, am. But sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he knew that. He goes, I don't need to paint anything else. They're going to be looking at her titties. Look at the nips. Like, we don't, yeah. no one cares about drapery. Fuck nips, the drapery. Nips, the water, fuck the water. Trump It's water. all about the nips. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the nips are getting bigger. <laughs> but if you look at uh, the baptism of Christ, right. the water, the depiction of water is astounding. Jesus oh, and John the Baptist are standing in the water guess, and you can yeah. see their the feet. The ripples, yes. the bubbles, the little swirls. I can stick my eddies. finger into it. Yeah, it's amazing. Sorry. There's a little water of you, you and the fingering. You're all Sorry. about the fingering Sorry. today. Sorry. There's a waterfall. There's there's the river. and it, Like there's a ton of water. The water is actually the central focus of the, the picture in many ways, which I'll get back to later. Right? But this is painted 10 years before Botticelli and it just shits oh all my- over <laughs> it in terms of... The depiction of it the water does. and the drapery yes. and everything and, and everything else, particularly the stuff that Leonardo did. Right. Um, now, one thing about this is Vasari tells us that Verrocchio was so blown away yeah. by Leonardo's work that he promised never to touch a paintbrush ever again. Or as you put it in the last episode, he stuck his paintbrush up his ass. Because <laughs> I'm not going to need it. And said, yeah, yeah it can stay there. Now. Yeah, yeah. Now, while that might be Vasari embellishing things, as he tends to do, it seems Verrocchio never did complete any new painting on his own from that day on. Now, he didn't die until 1488, and this is in the mid-1470s, so 10, 13 years, um, he did. Now, I did read somewhere that he did accept commissions for paintings during that time, but he left it up to others in his workshop to do the actual yeah. work. I can't. He was like, that, no, I can't. Yeah, yeah no, Did I'm I tell not you about even... that one time with that fucking kit? I can't. I can't pick up. Yeah. A, if I pick up a brush, that I go, limp. Div- I can't. I can't. LDV! <laughs> um, as he had on his number plate at the time. Leonardo, after this, seems to have been made a full partner in the studio. Right. Basically, Verrocchio is like, okay, you're, you're in charge of the painting yeah. now. I just can't. The painting you know, department. It's, I, that's I just, you. Yeah. Put it on his that's door. That's you. Yeah. yeah. I'm, it's embarrassing. <laughs> now, the angel that Leonardo painted right. is the more difficult of the two, people say, because it kind of has its back, well, its profile is two-thirds painted the, with the back facing uh, the, the, the viewer right. and the angel's head is turned, which was uh, really tricky to depict. Oh, yeah. The sort Accurately. of the turning profile right. of, yeah. Um, according to one book that I read, mm-hmm. uh, Leonardo's angel is superior in what he called its painterliness. Well, just the craft, I think, ah. that he brings to this. Like he's just saying the level of the craft yes. that he brought to this makes it superior to the other angel. Now, if you look at the other angel, the one that Verrocchio painted, again, look, not shabby by any stretch right. of the imagination, but 
kind of has this safe. dead, yeah. vacant look in its eyes. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's supposed to be looking at Leonardo's angel, um, but it doesn't actually seem to be to me. It no, seems to be looking over. up and behind. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Huh. I think it's rolling its eyes. I think it's like, <laughs> oh, fucking, really? It's water, Son of people. God. It's really? just water. Yeah. Let's get on. Oh, you're God's favorite now. Well, if you, yeah, good luck with that. Let's see. Let's see how that works out for you. If she turned, I, I, I was God's favorite once. <laughs> and now look at me. It doesn't last yeah, long. No, yeah, no. yeah. Play of the abandoned. Month. Yeah, but if this angel on the right, Verrocchio's angel, turns her eyes to the opposite direction, she's suddenly staring at, at Jesus's crotch, and you can see his pubes. His That's got to be uncomfortable yeah. for everybody. So well, yeah. Let's just look away. We'll talk about the pubes. Oh, sorry. We'll talk about the pubes in a minute. Oh, sorry. The Jesus pubes, gotcha. but. Yeah, the angel. Yeah, the angel's looking sort of off to the side. Yeah. Just looks bored Basic. to me. The angel's like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, another another son of God. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> seen them all before. You know, you know how long I've been around. Yeah. I've seen this play out yeah. many times. I know how it's going to end. It's thinking, yeah, thinking about its shopping list. Thinking about <laughs> what you know. Did I turn oh, off the stove? Can't wait to get. I can't. Yeah. Ah, where's my app? It's just fucking right. bored as. Shit. Now, the other thing I notice here is the angels don't have wings. Ah. Angels, yeah, we've talked about this before. Sometimes they have wings, sometimes that they don't. Wings us. optional yeah. <laughs> with the angels. But but for for uh, Leonardo's angel, if she had wings, it would pretty much block up all of her incredible robes, the folds, the bends, the light, and all that stuff. But you're right. I mean, there, there's clearly no wings, and I, I think that was the way to go in this particular uh, painting. Their halos look like gold plates yeah. stuck to the top of their head. Some glue, yeah. Which is um, kind of bizarre. Yeah. But um, if you look at Leonardo's angel, so Leonardo's angel, again, the one on the far left, is looking at Jesus. And the look on its face, I think, is a, I'm going to fuck you later. Look. Right. That's yeah. how I would depict Ew. this. Yeah. Yeah, there's a look of lust in this angel's eyes. I, I think you're supposed to uh, which say is a little bit admiration. Disturbing. Right. No, it's definitely yeah, it lust. Be. I'm just trying to clean it up. Yeah. I'm trying right. to get us a better rating. I I think it's uh I think it's lust. I think this angel wants to fuck yeah, Jesus. I'm now take this. that is surprising because right. whilst he does have a pretty good bod, and as you say, he's been working out, although he needs to do something with the uh, arm area here. It, like his arms are yeah, it's a little weirdly skinny. Right. But um, he's got he's got some abs showing through there, but he's the ugliest Jesus I yes. think I've ever seen. Yes, he's a, he's a he looks like a homeless person who was picked up. They took all his clothes off. They gave him a little swath of clothes to wrap around his uh, ding dong, and very unattractive. There's no getting around that. Hair is nice. Steve Buscemi, but Steve Buscemi eyes. Yes, he's got. yes, not big bug eyes. Big bug Steve Buscemi I, eyes. I wouldn't follow him to heaven. I just wouldn't. I'm just going to put it out. There. Oh God, I wouldn't follow him anywhere. <laughs> to an no, alley, like in, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're right. He's got a scraggly, yeah. scraggly little beard. Yeah. Looks like he's been growing it only for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and and hardly any mustache with the beard. Like it's just this he's more thin thing that what, comes off the side Amish. of his lips. Amish. Jesus is Amish. <laughs> a bit Amish. Yes. No, there's a bit of mo- there's a bit of mo there, but it just. It doesn't kick in in the middle of the nose. It sort of kicks in on the, on the side. side. Yeah, that's not sexy. He looks like he hasn't. He's got rings under his eyes, yeah. bags under his eyes. Looks like he hasn't slept for a week. Right. And this is at the beginning. It's, like he's done yeah. shit all, nothing. At <laughs> it's this about point. to get a lot harder. Jesus, exactly. 
No one, actually, no one fucking knows what Jesus has been doing before this. He's just a homeless guy. Right. I don't know what he's been doing. Um, mm. uh, so, like, he's a very ugly Jew. I don't know why the angel wants to fuck him. Maybe the angel's just horny as shit. She's looking from like, the hey, belly you know, button you'll, down. You'll do. Yeah. yeah. She? You think it's a female angel? I got I hope so, a, but it could go either way, to be I thought honest. angels were all male. I Aren't angels men? Well, that's some of the prettiest hair and lips. All the oh, good boy. ones, like Gabriel, all the good ones have men's names. Right. I don't know if there's many female well, angels. Well, I, I guess but, Jesus um, will find out soon enough after he lifts up oh, yeah. the robe. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Oh, you're that. Um, <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'm good either way. Sorry, continue. Now, the drapery, I think, still looks a little stiff here, like it's uh, had plaster poured over mm-hmm. it, but um, which it probably did. That's probably how it, yeah. Leonardo probably built a model of the angel and uh, painted it from that. Yeah, but there is there is a, a, a an amazing sense of life and vivacity in vivacity is that a yes, word? It is. Vivaciousness? Yes, it is. Maybe vivacity. in in the face of this angel, like. You can read so emotion. much in terms yes. of emotion. Yes. yes, I mean it's. I'm going to fuck you in ten minutes. Emotion, <laughs> but it's but still it is. emotion. Like it's, it's, it's palpable. I haven't seen yeah. that emotion look in a long time. Anyway, and if you look at the faces of John, Jesus, and Angel Number Two, right? There's not a lot there. I mean, Jesus looks like he's sleepwalking. John kind of looks blank. John's kind of bored as well. Mm-hmm. He's thinking about Rambo. his shopping list yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, he's got another, he's got a gold plate. They've both got gold plates stuck to the head, but Jesus's gold plate has, I don't know, a red cross in the middle of it for some reason. Sure. Uh, foreshadowing. John is actually holding a uh, crucifix. Is like... Ooh, that's a little <laughs> sensitive. You know. Yeah. Well, this is in your like, future. You know, I've actually uh, I, I've skipped to the end. I know what's coming. Yeah, yeah I've I've uh, spoiler alert. That's right. uh, Not that you know this, but uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm laughing yeah, on the inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But <laughs> happy, happy for you to take some heat for a while for for a change. I'm going to end up beheaded. Yeah, but you're going to die on a cross. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather be beheaded. I mean, that's that's much Quick. sexier. Yeah. Um, so back to back to Leonardo's angel, like it's got it's got this big head of curly hair, oh, wow. which again is sort of, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say incredibly realistic, but a lot of blurry sfumato-y stuff going on. Right, trying to work out what's going on with the curls, but it's really about the face for me. The face does shine with a oh my God. lifelikeness. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And the smile too. It's like there's again this enigmatic little hint of a smile mm-hmm. in the angel's face. It's like, <laughs> yeah, the bit, yeah, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna, yeah. yeah. Just before you get crucified, I'm gonna stick it in. Um, <laughs> you, now, yeah, yeah. Modern art uh, historians have done an X-ray analysis of the painting, oh. and they show that the. Leonardo Angel and a lot of the background landscape and the body of Jesus, as you indicated before, were painted with multiple thin layers of oil paint, Mm. highly diluted, stroked on with a huge amount of delicacy and sometimes with fingers. Now, this is a big deal because oil painting wasn't very common in Florence at the time. Mm -hmm. It had come to Italy from the Netherlands and Vasari credits it to a guy called Jan van Eyck, Mm. court painter to Philip the Good, 
the Duke of Burgundy. Right. Now, this guy, Jan van Eyck, we haven't talked about him before, but he was a freaking genius. Have you no. looked at any of his stuff? No, please tell do, me. Yeah. Do this right now. Right. Google the Arnolfini portrait, A-R-N-O, Arno, uh-huh. L-F-I-N-I, the Arnolfini portrait. Got it. People playing at home, do this. This was painted in 1434. Very famous painting. Oh, You've probably yeah. seen, seen it yeah. somewhere in before. Right. Got it. Check this fucking thing out, man. Um, have a look at... Okay, first of all, the guy with the big hat, obviously a vampire. Sure. Um, and a little bit of uh, Vladimir Putin vibe yes. going on here. In I'm fact... He painted a number of versions of Vladimir Putin, um, this guy. But look at the mirror in the background. Zoom (gasps) in. Get out of here. It's got There's a mirror on the wall. Yes. With them. And then another mirror on the opposite side of the room with them, their the reflection of them in the front. You're killing me. There's like a mirror within a mirror within a mirror in this painting. I wish I was high right now. Whoa. Sorry. (laughs) Half an hour and you will be. (laughs) Scroll down and have a look at the dog. Right. Down at the bottom and zoom in. Oh, God. On the hair of the dog. That's intense. That's. Look, every fucking. This is like a Pixar animation. I can see every strand. Every strand of hair is differently colored. Yes. And it's a mu- it's insane. The eyes and the I have oh the eyes, but the hair, yeah. like every strand I, of hair, I feel like I can't, could count them. Yeah, yeah. If you could count more, <laughs> more with more more than the number of fingers that you have, um, this painting. Oh my God. And this was fourteen thirty four. This is like Fuck fifty me. years yeah. before Botticelli's Birth of Venus. This is forty years before. Oh my God! The baptism. This is like. Uh, you know, before Leonardo was born, right. look at the look at the chandelier, look at the here. the luminescence of the 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 luster of the shine wow. on the fucking different aspects of this brass or oh, gold. Talk about light chandelier playing with light. Yeah, this guy, like, and he's Dutch. He, yeah, uh, he look at the look at the beads. Look at the glass beads hanging near the mirror. On the wall, man. Yeah. Look, look at, at the look writing at, look on the wall. Look at the brush. Below. Well, the writing on the wall is his signature. He was one of the very few artists at the time said, that signed and dated. Me. I'm going to take credit for this. His paintings. Yeah. 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 He was like, "Hey, I did this. Right. Check it out. You bitches can't." Sorry. Look at the look at the brush hanging off the wall and the furniture uh, that it's hanging from. Look at the hairs on the brush, like. Uh, like the people are ugly as shit. Yes, Putin. Uh, but yeah, but the detail, vampire oh Vladimir Putin. But the detail in this painting just blew my fucking mind when God. I looked at it. And again, this is fifty years before the Renaissance painters were getting their shit together. We're so doing the wrong show. I think we need. Yeah, yeah, we need, <laughs> we need to do a whole thing on Jan van Eyck at some stage. But anyway, according to Vasari. Yeah. He invented or at least popularized oil painting. Right. Um, now, historians now know that oil painting had been around for uh, hundreds of years before that. It was discussed in a treatise in the 1100s. Wow. But it was mostly used for painting statues and things that were outdoor. Van Eyck 
and a couple of other guys around that time popularised it for indoor paintings. Now, by the 1470s, it had made its way to Florence. Poliawalu's workshop was using it, but Verrocchio wouldn't touch oils. He was like, no, look, the old ways are the best ways. He still used tempera, egg yolk. Yeah. But Leonardo was looking, you know, for new and better ways of doing things. Yeah. And uh, he was experimenting with oil and experimenting with his fingers. Yes, the finger technique. Fingering by Leonardo. <laughs> so when so there's there's a there's a there's a certain uh, uh, I guess different level of texture that he can bring to the paintings when yes. he's using oils that are watered down. Mm. Obviously, you're using linseed oil, which comes from flaxseed, and you just mix in a little bit of the pigment with the oil and you can determine by the amount of the oil that you use, the same way that you would work with with tempera, but it has a different quality, obviously, oil in its ability to work with light. Uh. Now, when Verrocchio painted highlights, he would use white lead, which was the way of doing it at the time. You would mix in a bit of white lead. Leonardo never used white. Mm. One of the things that he invented or certainly uh, popularised, if he didn't completely invent it, was when he was doing highlights, he would just superimpose very thin layers of paint and he would use the background of the... I mean, he wasn't using canvas at this stage. They were painting on wood. Uh But what they would do is... Do an undercoat on the wood. right. Leonardo would always paint on an undercoat first very, very thinly. So when you you put it under an X-ray, you can see the wooden panel itself. Mm -hmm. But he would apply very thin layers of paint on top of the undercoat. Um, So when you're seeing a highlight, you're not seeing white paint right you're seeing the undercoat shining through that's amazing the paint right so light part when you put it on an x-ray light passes through the painting and like through stained glass Mm -hmm. straight onto the primed surface beneath and then that reflects it back so it actually you get the impression that the light is emanating from the figures themselves right. because it actually is. It's emanating from the background of the figures. It's not superimposed okay. on the figure. It's coming from inside the figure, right. which gives it this lifelike quality. Now, of course, I, as I understand it from the bit of painting that I've done in the past and the few painting workshops I've been to mm-hmm. and videos that I've watched in the past about painting, that's how all painters paint today. But Leonardo yeah. and, and, and these guys sort of invented this technique for allowing light to bounce off the undercoat. I never realized that before. No. I thought you did the undercoat you st- mix in just some... to... Yeah. Well, Go just ahead. so you had a white background to paint on top of, right. right? Right, But no, 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 no. The white is there to reflect the light back. Give you options. So it, 
Yeah. It looks like the light is coming out of the painting. God so again, damn, something he either invented or at least was one of the early uh, yeah. adopters of and, and uh, popularizers but you would, of. You would need someone who's probably 21, who's kind of new to the game, going, no, no, you know, because Verrocchio would go, this is the way I've been doing it for years, fuck you. Besides, I'm not really a painter, I'm a sculptor. But it would take someone like um, Leonardo, who maybe isn't stuck in his mentality, to go, no, if this works, if this is better or if this gives me options as an artist, why wouldn't I do it? I'm not portraying some tradition or whatever. And so I think he would be more open to new things. And again, that's just absolutely brilliant the way he's able to use that. Because like you, I assume there's some dab of white paint here and there, and then it gets mixed in. But that is an incredible story. Now, let's let's turn now to Jesus's uh, body, which Leonardo also painted. Right. Now, interesting thing is uh, Jesus's body is completely hairless, yeah, uh, except for the pubes. Right. Now, this is an interesting decision. Yeah. I don't know why he just decided. Well, look, obviously, uh, the Lord is going to uh, manscape, wax, right, right. Yeah, he's manscaping, <laughs> waxing. Let me ask you this real quick. Because he's, yeah, I'm sorry, he's, go he's got he's, he's got he's got a toned bod. Yeah. Why he wants to show it exactly. off? Exactly. Yeah, but here's my thing. Yeah, he's a mid, like right. Well, like he's a he's a Middle Eastern Arab. Sure, Jesus. Sure, you can tell. I don't know if you've ever seen. Oh, very white Arabs. Very white. Uh, very very hairy is where I was going. Oh, he's, he's white a Palestinian. And right. Yeah, that's a good point. White and right. Is that? No. What you, did you just say white and <laughs> no, right? I'm feeling comfortable. Are you giving me a? Are you giving me a little? It's okay. Hand signal right now. <laughs> Code. Oh, yeah, no. Code. Anyway. White is right. Uh, I'm uncomfortable. Anyway. Jesus was an Arab. Right. Uh, very, very hairy. So, of course, he had to manscape yeah. and wax because no Took one hours. wants to follow around right. some big fucking hairy dude, yeah. unless you're into bears. <laughs> and I know you are, but that's different. But his pubes, <laughs> he's like, well, you got to draw the line. We can't have Jesus... Go on the full Brazilian. <laughs> no, uh, apparently, no, no, natural. No one wants to think of Jesus. I mean, we, we've talked about Jesus's holy foreskin before, <laughs> but uh, you don't want to think yeah. about Jesus's yeah. uh, ball sack being. Uh, what was that line from Always Sunny? I played on another show the other day, like oh. Dennis talking about lasering oh. his pubes. Oh, I'm like, a, and how it's like oh God, smooth, like a walnut yes. down there or something. <laughs> But you don't want to be on your knees praying to think about Jesus lasering or, or, or taking the time with a very steady hand. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about here. You know, doing down south. Mm. So let's just leave that all natural, mm. you know, take all the hair mm. everywhere else. But that, let's just leave that to nature. So we see a lot of Jesus pubes. Now, he could have covered up the pubes. Hello, Jesus yeah. is wearing a bit of a, what, a cloth yeah. wrapped around his waist. Barely. But it could have been wrapped. It's wrapped loosely it enough but he's to show the pubes. Yeah. And I think if you look carefully, oh my God. you can see the top of his dick there. Like well, just, I'm zooming in, baby. You know, no, you, you zoom in, you just see a little bit of the top of, the, of Jesus's dick. Right. Now, here's another thing to notice with this. Oh, my God. Jesus, obviously, there's a very small dick. Right. Oh, or, or it was a cold day. Yeah. Maybe he's, he's in been in the stream. Right. He is in the water, but only up to his ankles because Still. maybe it's shrunk like a turtle <clears throat> pulling its head in. But there's not like the bit of cloth that's covering up his dick isn't very deep. 
That's true. I would like even That's me, true. like you know, you know, oh, you, I know, you know very well that I am not very well hung. Yeah, it's modest, modest, like uh, right. you know, your normal Australian um, average, three or four, right, three or four inches. Right. Like oh, I don't pretend that I've got a huge, huge <laughs> cock. But even you would see the tip of my you neck, would. I think, if I was wearing yes, that. If you were wearing that. Dangling down. Yeah. And my balls. Yeah. You'd see my balls and the tip of my dick dangling down. You don't see that. Maybe Jesus was a bit like a Ken doll. Maybe he didn't have a dick. Right. Or he would say to Mary In Magdalene, Leonardo's imagination. you know, come for, re- come for the religion, stay for the penis. He probably didn't say that because he knows what he's working with there. But still, you, you're right. That's not a lot to cover up. And yet, I can't see anything. So... Jesus got robbed, is what we're saying. I'm kind of obsessed with why Leonardo made the artistic decision to show off Jesus's pubes right. in the tip of his dick, but uh, there's no bulge, there's no dick hanging but down. Why? Why that? That's a very bright orange. When I when I think of um, for a man's diaper back then, whatever you want to call it. I mean, does it have to be orange with stripes? Why couldn't it be more solid color or something a little more masculine? I don't know. The the whole bright orange with black stripes is throwing me off. Or am I going way too deep in on this? I apologize. No, no, it's a, there's, there's a decision there. They oh. like You look at uh, John the Baptist robes, right. primary colors. Yeah. Oh, you've got blue. He's got a, he's got a pink thing. Right. Uh, well, it's, it's the same robe. I guess it looks like it's blue on one side, pink exactly. on the other, a bit of gold he trimming. Turning turn it in and out for different days. He's wearing what, what I assume is some sort of a hair shirt underneath that. Right. Although it looks like the hair's on the outside and it's like yeah, lined with something, okay. which defeats the whole purpose of a hair shirt. Exactly. Supposed to wear the hair shirt on the inside. Yeah, feel it. Um, but Jesus's thing is m- m- much flashier. Like this is like uh, lots of black and white stripes right. and white dots. Like a race car. Almost, almost looks Indian. Mm. Maybe he picked it up when he was in India, right? In the Hindu Kush um, fingering. Yeah, 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 and getting some weed um, from the Kush. <laughs> Did his last weed run. But, okay, so moving away from the pubes yes, for a second, please. which are a little bit sfumato, I want to point yeah, out. His pubes are a little bit blurry. Exactly. You can't really focus in. I'm zooming in, trust me. I'm zooming in, but you really can't yeah. stare at one particular but, hair. Go ahead. But that's that's the trick. Leonardo makes things blurry like Mona Lisa Small when he wants you to focus on it because you're trying to oh, bring it yes. into focus. He wants you to focus oh, on I'm, Jesus's pubes focused, is my conclusion baby. here. Anyway. Yeah, he's like, look at the pubes. Everyone look at the pubes. Don't, Don't look, look away, away from the pubes. Don't look around the pubes. Look at the pubes. Look at the pubes. Look at Jesus' pubes. Look Jesus away. has now pubes. Back. What does that You're tell you? You're looking at the pubes, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> you were saying. Um, about Jesus' pubes. Uh, <laughs> so if you, look at, if you look at his body, though, yes. um, it's uh, like beautifully shaded, the muscle tone. Right. Now, the, the, now, you compare it to John the Baptist's body. Look at John the Baptist's rib cage. Mm-hmm. You look like, it looks like you could roll a coin down his rib cage or a marble. It's, uh, look, I know it's supposed to depict the fact that he's skinny, but Jesus is also skinny. Right. But his, John the Baptist's ribcage just looks wrong. Like his sternum. It's way too high? Just looks. Something? Yeah. Like it's like he's got a massive groove coming down 
Maybe, like his sternum there. Maybe he had like open heart surgery and they didn't sew him back up. Because that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. yeah like he's it's been stitched up there, but not very In a hurry. well. Exactly. V- very, very bizarre. Almost like a, a zombie out of The Walking yes. Dead or something. Aliens would burst out um, of your chest. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks very alien. Yeah. Actually. He does. It's very fucking trippy. Uh, and you look at the veins on. Look at his left arm. Look at the veins on his oh, left arm. Oh, that's not. I mean, yeah, and the fingers. Yeah, yeah. the fingers look not, weird. The veins pleasing. look all wrong. It does look wrong. Uh, the muscle, the just, forearm. It's like somebody said, "Well, I'm going to paint veins," but didn't actually <laughs> pay any attention to what, what veins look like. Looks like Frankenstein. Even the veins. Yeah. The veins in his right arm, where he's that he's holding, holding the cup. It's just that's not a that's, that's not, not how there's the no vein go. there. No, I should know. I mean, okay, there is sort of a vein that runs up but that not side like of that. him, but it doesn't look like that. Yeah. It looks like he's he's got an like a drip, like an IV drip sticking <laughs> out of his arm or something. It just <laughs> he looks just took it out, and it's still just looks wrong. Yes. The hand that's holding the little bowl that's pouring water on Jesus's head just looks kind of wrong. Right. Um, the 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 palm of the hand, the fingers don't fold correctly. Mm. The the hands that are coming out of the sky. I don't know why God has got hands coming out of the sky, releasing clap- the holy dove. He's clapping. Oh yeah, no, he's releasing. Oh, I could the be dove. clapping it. Yeah. 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 They they kind of look a little bit weird and pointy. The dove looks weird. Um, but you get back to well, yeah, yeah. But you get back to Jesus's body. Right. Like it's very, very smooth. This is Leonardo's oil painting and sfumato and finger blending, <laughs> finger banging <laughs> Jesus's body. Uh, it, it, it's all it's all pretty amazing yes, stuff when is. you look at that. It's much more delicate than John's body. Right. It's Pleasing, uh, delicate, you know, lifelike. Yeah. 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 Except for the the, the thing that bothers me is the. Um, his bicep on his uh, left side arm, his right arm. Yes, that's uh, off. Just, yeah. The it, bicep it, should go all the way down. It's a weird looking yes, bicep. should go all the way down. Should go all the way down, yes. yeah. It kind of, like the one on his other arm looks okay. Yeah. Um, but the bicep on that arm looks a little bit weird, doesn't kind of work. Yes. It's like um, he only does the upper, the outer bicep exercise and not the general bicep. Come on, Jesus. Talk to the people at the gym. Yeah, that that throw that's off putting. Go back to Leonardo's angel. See the glass beads on the the strap of his jacket or his whatever it is. Notice those are going over its right shoulder. Let me zoom in here. Okay, got it. Yeah, huh? They're pretty impressive too. I mean, if you look at the, there's no adornment on Verrocchio's angel right. really. Um, but Leonardo's put some adornment. Look at the light coming off the shoulder yes. and the right arm. Just these little glints of light coming off of that. Yes. Yeah. I can see the folds. Like really, yeah. really impressive yeah. Um, detail. Yeah. Uh, so now I want to talk about the water. Okay. Just look. I, I said the water, I think, is sort of the centerpiece of this. If you look at the painting, the water goes right back to the horizon line mm-hmm. where it's the I assume it's the River Jordan. Comes through these mountains and valleys, twists all around, comes right through the center of the painting, goes behind Jesus, comes up. There's a little waterfall coming out of the rocks. By the way, look at these rocks on the right, this rocky outcrop. Like they're 
so fake looking. Yeah. Um, it's like a set from Star Trek Leonardo- in the 60s. Yeah. It's <laughs> sorry, it really is. Like Captain Kirk's going to pick up one and, and hit an alien the, on yeah. the head. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Have you seen have you seen the video I just ran into this the other day of um, Shatner remaking that scene no. with the guy in the alien suit? Oh my god. He did like a remake of it a couple of years ago in his living room. Oh my god. Um he and the alien are sitting there and they, they sort of recreate the fight, but they're both old and out of shape yeah. and he, they have to stop and uh, <laughs> take a break. He's picking up fake foam things and, <laughs> and they're doing like the, the slow punching and the slow strangling the whole thing. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. Um, look at the tree on the left, the palm tree. Yeah. Like it's the fakest, worst-looking yeah, palm tree. It's a prop I've in a porn seen. movie. Trust me, I know what I'm talking yeah. about. Or in a Star Trek. In a Star it's Trek. A, yeah, it's a, a, st- por- a Star Basically, Trek. Basically, this is <laughs> This is Star Trek props that they were painting right. here. Put it here, put the palm tree here, um, or the rock wall over here. Okay, everybody places. Yeah. Yeah. Really badly done. But then you contrast that right. with the background. Oh, it's, which is all yes. Sfumato. You can see the water, the blurry stuff under the water. You come up, there's a little waterfall coming out of the rocks, mm-hmm. hitting the river, and there's little bubbles oh, and torrents nice. where it's uh, yes. hitting the water. Then you follow the water all the way down to Jesus' feet it, and John's feet. It's realistic. It looks like real It's water. realistic. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, r- realistic physics of the ah. ripples. Gotcha. That are coming around the bubbles and the and the ripples that are coming and the the, the effects of the light from the ripples um, on Jesus's feet and ankles. Yes, he, um, he's stirring the water some, with his movement. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's amazing. And if you look over to the right of the painting, uh, John's uh, left foot as well. Yeah. Um, you can see a little bit of the deforming of his foot. The, the, you can see a little bit of ripples in the water there. Yeah. I mean, his foot looks weird. It, it looks, again, like a bit of a cancer. zombie foot. Right. Yeah. I'm assuming Verrocchio painted the foot, but Leonardo did the water and the ripples right. around it. Damn. So the attention to detail, he's in his early 20s here, right. master painter, but the attention to detail, if you compare, look at the rocks down where the angels are. Again, Fake plastic rocks right. from a Star Trek props department. Right. They just—they're just terrible, yeah. right? They're terrible. Yeah. I mean, they don't look realistic at all. But then you compare that to the water, the effect of the water, um, uh, and even Jesus's left foot. You can't see any detail on Jesus's left foot. You can see the detail on his right foot. You can see his toes, uh, his toenails. Right. The water is uh, disturbing it. The uh, metatarsals. Yeah. But yeah. Oh my God! You can't cool. see it, right? Jesus's foot, his other foot, it's all sort of blurred out by the like water. it would be, like you said, it's so, and, physically realistic. Sorry, and I, I read in one of the books that the water then the water finishes at the front of the painting with the viewer, so it sort of connects the viewer to the scene. Oh, I read right. the, the, it's being poured over Jesus's head, it's flowing down, and then it connects to you, so you're part of the Jesus baptism story here. The water not only is the line that runs through the painting, but it connects to the viewer of the painting. Right. Did you read something about the water in this painting? Like like you said, in the very background, starting at the top, coming down to the bottom, it connects everything. But at the same time, is it like the water is almost coming from heaven and it's coming down to Jesus? Or am I 
mixing up my paintings. I can't remember. Well, it could be. I mean, it doesn't seem to be coming. From, it seems to be coming from just the background okay. to me. I mean, I don't know how they come up with that. But I mean, the, there is certainly you know magic lightning coming out of the sky that I guess is affecting the water that John's pouring over his head, which is then coming down and, right. and hitting us, the viewer. Ah, gotcha. Okay, go ahead. The other thing that jumps out of me of this painting, Ray, is the other bird. There's the white holy dove yes. coming out of the sky. What the f- there's another bird that's getting the fuck out of Dodge <laughs> as quickly as possible on the right-hand side of the painting. It can't take the bright light and its wings aren't open, but what do I know? Well, I think its wings are in a downward oh, stroke. It's, it's not very realistic. It no. kind of looks dead in a way, but yeah. I think it's supposed to be in mid-flight. Right. Um, Weird. I, couldn't quite figure out what the symbolism of that is. Maybe it's maybe it's supposed to symbolize the evil of the world or the darkness of the world. Being chased away. I mean, away. it doesn't look like a crow or anything. Right. It just looks like a, I don't know, a, a swallow or something. Yeah, it's not black. Yeah. It's almost not, it's, not it's, needed, not necessary. But, it, well, I guess it's there for a reason. I don't know what the reason is, but it's getting the fuck out of Dodge <laughs> as quickly as possible. Right. Maybe it is... The scampering of evil. Oh. Now Jesus is on the scene, oh, y'all. Yes, he's, and uh, he's you know, wedded. evil has to flee. He's been fingered. Get the get the fuck out right. of Dodge. Now the other thing that uh, all the, all the books talk about is the use of line work. Alberti, who we talked about in an earlier episode, in his treatise on painting, he's the first guy to write a book about painting, said that you should draw lines to delineate edges. And that's exactly what Verrocchio and most artists of the day did. Mm-hmm. And you can see this if you look at if you look at John the Baptist's arm that he's holding up. You can see the line uh, or the outline of his arm. You can see a, a, a line there. You can see lines on on his face. You look at his nose and the side of his uh, cheek and his lips. Mm-hmm. You can see lines there. You can see it on the other arm as well. But you can't see lines like that on Jesus. Right. There's no line outline of his body, like a deliberate outline. That's because he realized that in the re- real world you don't have lines. Yeah. Things just kind of fade off or they blend in. In his own writing about painting, Leonardo wrote, paint so that a smoky finish can be seen rather than contours and profiles that are distinct and crude. When you paint shadows and their edges, which cannot be perceived except indistinctly, do not make them sharp or clearly defined. Otherwise, your work will have a wooden appearance. And I think, you know, he's right. When you can see a line, it it sort of reinforces the two-dimensionality. It doesn't matter what else you do in terms of shadows here. When it's got an outline, it looks like... A painting. Two-dimensional. A drawing. Right. You're trying to forget that it's a drawing. Yeah. 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 So he didn't draw outlines. Wow. He just painted, bang, straight on there. He also uh, wrote uh, in one of his notebooks, the edges of the mist will be indistinct against the blue of the sky and towards the earth it will look almost like dust blown up. He's talking about painting backgrounds here and if you look at the background, very, very blurry, murky, very, very Leonardo-y, reminds me not only of the background in the Mona Lisa, most famously, similar sort of rocky outcrops Mm -hmm. and rivers and valleys that all sort of 
blend into each other. Also reminds me a lot of um, the Lily Ponds of uh, what's his face? Lily Ponds. Uh, oh, um, 19th century French Monet. Monet. Look at Monet, particularly yeah. late Monet when he started to lose his eyesight and uh, he just started painting everything blurry. Um, very similar. Yeah. A lot of, lot of mauve, a lot of uh, sort of off greens, you know, uh, uh, the colours becoming less distinct as they go into the background, blurring into each other. But also getting back to that early drawing of the Arno Valley that we right. talked about at the beginning of this episode. Very similar, rocky outcrops, blurring, river, mountains in the background. Very, very leonardo Yeah, very detailed. Yeah. I mean, because it literally looks like this is a real scene and these four people uh, are there. I mean, and you forget the imperf- not the imperfections, but you forget that Verrocchio can't keep up with Leonardo, even though he's a, just a kid at this point. And again, I mean, it does, Leonardo's parts do convey movement. Like you've literally taken a picture of something as, as a physical act was going on. And that's what he was going for the entire time. Making something that's on a two-dimensional plane look three-dimensional, that's the best you're going to be able to do as an artist. And he was trying to find different ways, different techniques, even the science of his oils he was trying to work out and improve upon to give him as many options as he could to convey an idea, even though it's just two-dimensional. And the angel that wants to fuck Jesus, right? Because he saw his pubes. Yeah, he's going. Look, you may have a little dick, That's but true. I'm I'm little. So I'm an angel. It and actually it's big works enough, out. You know, so works out well. Yeah, yeah, like it was ordained. Now, with this, as we said, with this painting, Verrocchio gave up painting himself, and Leonardo went from being uh, like a former student of Verrocchio's right. to being his collaborator. Ooh, yeah. But this isn't the only painting Leonardo did during this period. He did at least four other paintings on his own Mm. that we will talk about next time. 